I now pronounce you husband and wife. At a wedding ceremony, what do the bride and the groom exchange to demonstrate their fidelity? A ring, of course, a diamond ring. As one of the greatest marketing slogans of the 20th century puts, "A diamond is forever." It is a success. It transcends geographical and cultural barriers, and speaks to the common desire of people all over the world to love and to be loved, to be held firmly and forever. However, even so, a diamond can never replace Chinese people's craze toward another special kind of stone, jade. Why do we love jade so much? I'm afraid again. We have to start with the ancient times. In the ancient times, people chose a leader to head their efforts against external threats. The leader differentiated himself by attaching a beautiful stone to him to show his power and leadership. It couldn't be any stone, but a stone of rareness, which was usually jade, due to the resource's location in China. During the Shang Dynasty, which is around 1500 BC, jade was used by the royal family, hence became the symbol of royalty. Jade was not only made into accessories and ritual utensils, but also carved into the highest power items, such as the imperial seal of an emperor, or a tiger-shaped tally held by generals for military movement. So. Jade is power. Secondly, jade is merits. We believe jade has five merits: kind and sympathetic, fair and just, wise and thoughtful, brave and persistent, pure and mild. With that in mind, you will find it easier to understand some Chinese idioms and proverbs containing the character jade. Yu. Now, a quick test. Literally, it means a modest and self-disciplined gentleman won't go out without a jade accessory. Yeah, because he wants to remind himself to be good. All the time. 玉不琢不成器 A jade stone can never be useful without being carved. Like the finest diamond must be cut. Spare the rod, spoil the child. That means a person has to endure hardship to be successful. Well, I can't help thinking of a song by Bob Dylan. How many roads must a man walk down before they call him a man? Right? 玉不琢不成器。抛砖引玉 literally means to cast a brick to attract jade. When doing this, a person opens up modestly to induce someone to come forward with his valuable contributions. If you look at the Olympic medals of the 2008 Beijing Olympics, you may find that for the first time, jade was used in such circumstance. The medals have been designed with inspiration coming from Bi, China's ancient jade piece inscribed with a dragon pattern. 
The meadows symbolize the Chinese values of ethics and honor, nobility and virtue. Thirdly, jade is fortune. You can find at least 500 Chinese characters with jade as its radical. These characters mean either a kind of jade or a treasure. Okay, so jade is power, jade is merits, jade is fortune. We love it more than diamonds. I'm Shirley. Finally, at today's A Thousand Wise, I'm going to play a bonus track for you. A story about jade you shall never miss. It's called Wan Bi Gui Zhao. The jade returned intact to the state of Zhao. The storyteller is Shen Ting. During China's Warring States period, which is around 475 to 221 BC, there were seven states pitting their military might to competing for political hegemony. Of these states, the state of Qing is the strongest, while the state of Zhao is relatively small and weak. The king of the state of Qing learns that the state of Zhao possesses a priceless piece of jade known as the He family tablet and plots to acquire it. He sends a messenger to Zhao saying that he is willing to offer 15 cities in exchange for this treasure. The king of Zhao, well aware of the king of Qing's reputation for craftiness, fears that he will renege on the bargain once the tablet is in his possession. So he dispatches Ling Xiangru, a counselor of humble background, to take the treasure to Qing and uphold the dignity of Zhao. The king of Qing is ecstatic when he lays eyes on the snow-white, glittering jade tablet. He clasps it possessively to his breast but refuses to broach the subject of the 15 cities he has promised in exchange. Lin Xiangru manages to retrieve the treasure from the king's grasp by pointing out a pretended flaw in the jade. Once he has the tablet in his hands, he sternly criticizes the king of Qing for not keeping his word and hence he, as the counselor from the Zhao state, will smash the treasure and defy the king even if it can bring death sentence to him. Unable to justify himself, the king of Qing has no choice but to allow Lin Xiangru to depart with the jade. The He family tablet is returned to the state of Zhao intact and unharmed. 